From informative topics, from historical to current events, whether fiction or nonfiction, to guest interviews, both local and international. This is bringing the voices of Southern Kentucky to you. This is Deadpan Studio Podcast. And now, here's your hosts, Matt, Cat, Tiny, and Friends. Hello, dear audience. Uh, I apologize for the sound in the middle of the music. That was my laptop popping a notification. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Deadpan Studio Podcast. Uh, take, take two. Take two. Yeah, high five. No. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we had a little uh, memory card problem, so we didn't get very far into this, so no harm done. Um, I got ish. far. <laughs> I said ish. Anyway, oh. welcome to Deadpan Studio Podcast. Uh, this week, I'm uh, your host, Matt. I'm still me. That's Kat, and we are still joined, thankfully, by... Alan. Yay. Welcome to the show. All right, so... Uh, Let's just get to the business because we have a little bit of announcement to make. It was a good announcement. We're going to make it uh, make a big announcement. So nice. We had to do it twice. <laughs> That's right. Um, if you'd like to reach us, you can get us at deadpanstudio18 at gmail.com. Uh, also, you can send us a message through deadpanstudio.podbean.com. And our Facebook, which is where it, what? Where you, what? <laughs> you can reach us faster, right? Oh. More direct. Yes. Okay. Oh, through messages. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't there yet. Yeah, and here's the thing. You have to message us first because uh, the way Facebook businesses are set up, we are not allowed to message customers directly, which kind of, uh, I guess, makes sense. Well, yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, so we can't spam, you know, people. Or, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so reach out to us. We'll get right back to you. Um, and also, uh, tell your friends about us. If yeah, you would like yeah, for, for sure. them to... I thought you were going to say something. If you'd like for them to say something to us, uh, great. If you want them to listen, they can go to a bunch of different streaming services. We've got iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, where are my words? And also, deadpanstudio.podbean.com. Podbean, yay. So, real quick, we have an announcement. When this episode drops tomorrow on March 15th, 2002, we have officially launched merch store yes. yeah. yeah uh deadpanstudio.podbean.com no uh <laughs> deadpanstudiopodcast.qbstores yeah i did right. qbstores.com uh queensboro it's a uh it's an apparel website where you can get personalized items um Logo and promotional products. They've been around since the late 1800s. There's probably a bunch of like influencers and people that have their merch through there. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, but yeah, it's great. The uh, late 1800s? Yes. Yeah, back when YouTube was well, that's big. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of history with this, uh, with this place. So and they've just kind of, you know, kept changing with the times and so on and so forth. So we are with them. Uh, we Our merch store, again, is deadpanstudiopodcast.qbstores.com. I will have the link in the show notes. Uh, so if you click on there, there's a reason why you should. Because right now, if you click on our link and shop at the merch store with our pretty little logo on your clothing, hats, and stuff, <laughs> uh, you get 25% off plus free shipping. And here's the best part. 
no minimum required. So that means you Free do not shipping. have to buy a bunch of stuff. If you want to buy buy a hat, you can do that. Yeah, if you, you want to buy, you don't got to buy like ten shirts. That's right, ten hats. <laughs> but please do because check this out. Well, they have everything from activewear, bags, towels, big and tall, which I mentioned before, tiny would probably enjoy. Uh, dress shirts, fleece, hats, and beanies. Towels. Uh, yeah, <laughs> get your logo on it, like you know, at the college game. You know, Western has those towels. Oh. Oh, yeah. I, was, well, I was picturing like a big bath towel. Oh, you like, probably get that too. I don't know. Wrap yourself in us after your bath. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hats and beanies, outerwear, polos, sweatshirts, and sweaters. It's called reading mat. Oh, a beanie. Yeah. yeah. You should. Yeah. Uh, t-shirts, women's apparel, and more. So check it out, guys. We're hitting the decent time. We can't say big time because we haven't hit the big time, but we are doing decent. Yeah, okay, time. Yeah, doing the okay time. We actually have merch, so check it out. All right, so today we are going to talk about something called catharsis. And I had this whole speech that I did. Was it cathartic? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it was until we realized the, um, the what is this stupid thing? The memory card messed up. Memory card popped out of the back of the, re- of was the not recording board. Doing its job yeah. for some reason. That's, that's probably well, my fault because I, I was moving okay. stuff and I probably jingled it out. <laughs> jingled. Yeah, yeah, that word. Jing. Jostled. Jostled. There you go. Jingled requires sound. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I guess I'll just do like a summary of what I said because I felt like it was important. It is, it is very and I can't important. remember anything I just said. It is very appropriate to um, talk about tonight. I hate having to do the same thing again, like right after I did it. <laughs> it's okay. So. No, no, don't try to no. say my words for me. That's more, that's more annoying <laughs> than me it. having to try to redo it myself. Okay. Okay. Well, there goes my brain. Totally. You want me to get you started? No. (laughs) Okay. Last episode, which wasn't a bad episode, it was just, you know, I talked about a bunch of people that had passed. I, like, completely shut down. (laughs) And and here's the thing. The topic today is one I picked, and I was, like, real excited. And then, like, the closer it got the more I was like, this is stupid and I hate everything about it and I'm dumb and I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, mental gymnastics of stupid. (laughs) And I don't know, I felt like I wasn't doing anything helpful for the podcast. Like everyone else was offering something or talking more or had better notes or something. And I was just over here like, like, head empty, no thoughts, except it's a lot of thoughts. It's just nothing. It was like ADHD, shutdown, dysfunction, paralysis. And I was like, I just wasn't present. And I might as well have not been there last time. I said like five words. Don't shake your head. Because I literally. I'm not, I'm not shaking my head. Okay. I was like, I just wish I just wish I hadn't even been there last week, and I'll be totally honest. Today, I'm still, even though it's my topic, I'm still not excited to record. But I'm not like 
into it as much as I should be. But like, what's should be when you're having a bad mental health day, which is what today's been. Well, hopefully, uh, through the recording of this episode, it'll help a little. Check bit. the freaking thing. I'm freaking check it. <laughs> no, you're good. It's there. Okay. Yeah. I need you to see you touch it. <laughs> it's I no, I'm not touching it. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the timer's still going. Okay. We're good. I was just I'm paranoid because I'm like I'm not doing this the third time. No. So no. I just wanted what the point I was trying to make the first time we recorded when it wasn't recording. I just wanted like apologize. <laughs> And even though you don't think I should, I need to. I need to say the words. Sorry to my co-host and our, you know, um, listeners, you know, all five of you. <laughs> uh, I, I, just I need to make sure that at least the listeners know that we did not put you up to that. And uh, No, no. I didn't even know what I was going to. I just needed to say that. And it's not as detailed as when I said it the first time. It's okay. But. But we love you. <sighs> love you guys too. But I just was like, all I want to do is just like go eat this chocolate chip muffin that I have and like watch Star Wars or something. <laughs> but you gotta do the thing, and <laughs> right, uh, well. it's just frustrating when well. you can't, when you're like excited and then you're not excited, and then you can't do it as well as you want. But but we're still gonna do it. And I wrote a f- couple notes. Also, I had the wrong word. <laughs> I was... I ever think of a title for something before the actual idea comes to you? <laughs> That's what happened. Writers do that all the time. They'll come up with the name like, of a book. I was like, this is a great title, and then... And then they'll fill it in later. Like, two days ago, I was like, I, what, what am I talking about? <laughs> like, you know, you have a vague idea of something. But, like, actually reading about it and you're like oh okay there's more to it which i did i did i read things i'm not wholly unprepared i'm just kind of tired and sad <laughs> well let's uh let's talk a little bit about what catharsis uh and cathartic events are activities and such and such this um, one an excuse to talk about things i liked <laughs> yeah well we'll get to we'll definitely do that too well that's like the whole like in that's my brain that's it, the yeah. point Yes. So uh, catharsis um, is it's a mental release. It's what uh, is linked to a need to relieve uh, something called unconscious conflict, stuff that brings you down. Uh, and really, that comes from a, a Greek word called catharsis, which most of our language comes from uh, the Greeks. Uh, and it means purification or cleansing. So you're pretty much cleansing your soul. Have you ever heard of that? Cleansing your soul. That's pretty much what you're doing. Shout and out shout out to the Greeks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and the purpose is to bring about some form of change or positive change in an, uh, in a person's life. That's, you know, that's why when you have a cathartic experience you feel better. Uh, Alan, have you ever had a cathartic experience? I had a good cry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people yes, uh, Honestly, some people have not had or don't recognize they may have had a cathartic experience. Um, I actually, you know, like a lot of people who don't think that they have, they then pursue things to try to have those experiences to become a a better human being and, you know, have a little more positive outlook. Um, I chuckled at that because that's all acting is for me. 
really. Yeah. It, it's a cathartic I mean, experience. It, it, oh Lord, yeah. I mean, it's fun. Don't it, it, it's it's fun and it, and it's it's it can be hard work, um, sometimes. But I mean, gosh, being able to, especially when I'm like a bad guy or and or when the character is mad. You think of something in your life, whether it, it doesn't matter if it was if it's current or twenty years ago, and you get to have therapy in front of however many people's in the audience that night. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can tell you a, a personal story for me because uh, I can completely relate with that. Uh, one of the yeah, that's one of the things I wrote down was that I had, was that acting is very cathartic for me. I haven't been able to do it in a very long time, and I miss it. Uh, but when I uh, was uh, the uh, one of the leads in uh, a show we did called As Long As We Both Shall Live. Uh, I played one of the bad guys. I played a bad guy, turns out. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but there was a lot of stuff going on in my life around those periods of time. And what I did was I, that character, I threw my everything into that character. And everything that I did to make that character was a way to release and just kind of push mentally. I don't know how it's, it's really difficult to explain it, but you push everything into this character. So that like when, like as a spoiler alert, um, when my character died, I felt a release because it was sort of like all that bad that I had put into that character was released. Everything that was going on with me at the time was released. So I mean, I'm really can, uh, Relate to you on that, man. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it's 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 hard to explain. I mean, but you you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. It's because um, you know, cause anything that's catharsis involves a, a it's it's a powerful emotional component. You know, uh, f- very strong feelings are felt, uh, and I don't know. Uh, some people say that people can gain new insights into their life. I don't know if that type of thing happened with me. It may have, and I'm just not aware of it. Um, but I took, I made a note here that it, today it's often used to describe an emotional uh, emotional moment that leads to a positive change in a person's life. Um, yep. Yep. Well, I mean, when it comes to, to acting, there was a great quote um, from Johnny Depp, actually said with every part you play there's a certain amount of yourself in it it has to be otherwise it's not just acting it's lying yes. so every time you play a character whether you 100 percent relate to them or agree with them if you could hate their guts but a certain part of that character sticks with you it's it's weird to say to somebody who's never experienced it before it it kind of makes me sound like I'm psychotic <laughs> but uh, but for real like no matter what character you play something about them sticks with you well, even if it's showing you how not to be or reminding you of how not to be something about that character sticks with you if you're doing it right yep uh what about it's you? a learning experience yeah it is uh what about you cat have you ever had what you consider a cathartic experience not necessarily act, uh, activities for to try to reach catharsis, but has there ever been a time in your life where something happened and you felt like a cathartic release? I mean, I probably didn't know the name for it, but I mean, crying. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, some people um. do that. Um, uh, psychologists actually, some people recommend if you're dealing with anxiety, uh, will actually recommend have a cry in the afternoon. I know that's there's TV shows based on that and they kind of make it a joke and it's cliche, but um, it's based on a psychological fact. It is that sometimes that release, that cry, you're releasing that emotion. That's having a cathartic experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, yep. I mean, another, another would be, I mean, <laughs> me and my fiance finding each other like that. I mean, that was, you talk about a relief. Yeah. Like you, you mean there's somebody out there that's not a complete lunatic that wants to be with me? <laughs> what? I mean, it's, I know exactly what you, look at this, man. We're learning so much about each other. Uh, it's like uh, with me and Kat, when I met her, I was not looking for anything, anybody. Uh, I, you know, of course. I wasn't either, yeah. Yeah, I'd been, I'd been divorced, and I was pretty anti-relationship at the time. I just wanted to be by myself, and then, boom, there was that experience. I uh, met her, and then there was love. Aww. 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 Here, here. We don't have anything that's uh, equivalent of an aw, but we have a... <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, man, uh... Meeting somebody, falling in love can be a cathartic experience, especially if you have had a, maybe a run of bad luck or um, I don't even know how to how to describe it, but, you know, things aren't that great. And then you find the person and yeah, that can be a cathartic experience as well. That can be. Yeah. Um, I think. Um, what is it? I'm just scrolling. So this is. Like so, I can focus too. But there's a <laughs> there's like a karate can. Oh, karate Kindle. Sorry. Okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, I think role play gaming helps me because yeah. I get to oh tabletop role playing games. Yeah, yeah, tabletop. Well, yeah, you're immersing yourself into a character. It's a lot like acting. I mean, you are you're immersing yourself yeah. into a character and creating a story. You know, whether it's pre written or not. So yeah, I I totally get that. Um, and people, the the biggest thing that people do is they say, get up and move. Uh, when you're wanting to have any sort of cathartic experience, get your body up and get it moving somehow. Um, I guess that's why some people, you know, find that when they're working out. I, I th- th- For the life of me, though, I thought maybe that was just an endorphin, <laughs> endorphin high. Um, but there's all sorts of stuff. Um now, I, I do find myself trying to reach uh, catharsis every now and then because, um, I mean, it's no secret, I suffer from anxiety. And uh, in order to have a release and try to make myself better, I can't let that build up. So I tend to find uh, different ways and activities to try to help uh, reach that uh, catharsis, you know, event. Um are there uh, are there other things that you actively try to uh, try to do, Alan, uh, that in order to try to reach that uh, that you know of outside of acting? Uh, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I like to I like to write music um, every once in a while. Um, so sometimes something will r- words will randomly come to me, and I get the the itch to start writing, and when it flows good. And when the words are coming out and I actually am completing the song, uh, that's pretty cathartic for me. It's a, it's a release of accomplishment. <laughs> it's a feeling <laughs> of accomplishment. Um, 
which in turn releases any I, I don't know we're 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 our own worst critics in life period no matter what you do if you, if there's anything to you anyway you are your own worst <laughs> critic um, right so yeah. when you when you do something that whether or not you believe it's good any good uh when you're able to express yourself in whatever whatever you got at your disposal then yeah uh so yeah it happens to me randomly even listening learning different perspectives can be cathartic for me uh it it, it, anything in life can be cathartic if you allow it to be yeah it depends on how you let it affect you uh and i don't mean as in like uh whether it hurts you or not I, i mean like uh how it affects you after you have that experience does it give you a um, put you in a positive you know direction you know does it try to make you a better person uh, or have a better outlook now I, I'm sure there are some things where people argue you uh, that there could be some negative aspects to it okay you do this just to try to reach something that's akin to uh, uh, an emotional or mental high with obviously without getting into you know uh, you know, getting that done artificially. Um, artificially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to that, I say not necessarily. It could, it could just be uh, a reassurance. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Uh, agree with that. Uh, I'm, I, mm-hmm. I went ahead and wrote down a, a list of some things that I do. Uh, I don't want to run through them, uh, but it's like, it just, it keeps reminding me of a bunch of different things. Okay. Uh, what about you? I, well, I didn't even really get to talk about mine. Well, I'm saying, what about you? What? Um, well, I don't. <laughs> what you got? I don't know. <laughs> what uh, What are some things that you I do to <laughs> some activities to help you relax, help you make you feel better? I, I'm never gonna get to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I never get to talk about role-play gaming. That's what oh, I wanted to talk, talk about. Let's talk about it. That's what I wanted to talk about since the first episode. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> and I'll I've talk never, about it. No one will let me talk about it. it. Go for it. Nobody's stopping you. Oh. Well, it's just... it's. I don't know. It's just... It's fun, and... Getting to go over to Dave's, that's like... One of the only places I feel really happy. <laughs> yeah. I get to go over there. Yeah. And harass those guys and <laughs> <laughs> harassing in a good way, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. In a very good way. Well, I, I, cra- <laughs> I, cra- I crack them up and they crack me up and get to play some outrageous character and outrageous scenarios. And sometimes you get to yell at at made up characters and then that you get to picture whatever you're mad at. Yeah. You roll a dice and you get to attack something and you picture all the <laughs> crap that you've been through uh, that week. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes my character, you know, will still reflect low energy. But, you know, if I come in and some, something stupid's pissed me off, then my character's probably going to yell at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can uh, I can attest to that. A lot of the times it's your character. Yeah. <laughs> See, there you go. That's 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 relationship therapy one on one. Tabletop <laughs> role playing. Just games. do tabletop role playing, <laughs> and then you can yell at each other without getting in trouble. That's that's sort of the uh, the same principle as uh, I, I think a couple therapist will give you both nerf um, 
uh, hammers or whatever, Nerf bats, and have you just start swinging on each other. <laughs> <laughs> just let it all out. Oh, well, we haven't gone that far, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you see that down the road, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> not in Dave's bait, not in his basement. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love going over there uh, uh, with you to game because that actually started out as something that I did that I'm really glad that we were able to bring you in on because yeah. now it's become something for you. Yes. You know, and the fact that... You can't uh, get rid of me now. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Resistance was futile. You've Re- been assimilated. Futile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, the way that worked was uh, I had a, a tabletop role playing game uh, group just for a little bit of background, and somebody dropped out uh, for reasons. Uh, I mean, uh, nothing negative. It's just uh, you know, some people just were like, "Look, things are going on in my life. I got to do something else." Cool, because a weekly game is a commitment, and uh, so yeah, I mean, you got to keep. Keep things going. Keep going. You can't just like, you know, it's not like movie night where it's like, it doesn't matter if you like watch this movie. It's like you're, it's the storyline and your character is part of it. Yeah. So if you've got a good flow going, you don't want to kind of have a, you know, kind of stop and then kind of ruin it. Interrupting the flow is the worst. So she was like, you know, uh, so you don't lose that. Um, I tell you what, uh, if you want me to join until you find somebody else, then uh, cool. And it ended up, she loved it. Absolutely loved it. It took me a while to like get used to it, but I mean, not because I had done a type of role playing before, but it was more just just writing. There wasn't dice, and there wasn't like stats on your character necessarily. You sort of like developed it as you went along. Um, It started with the show Once Upon a Time. It was, I think, I was technically in two groups. One group was like my main one. Um, I played Rumpelstiltskin. Uh, you had a thing for Mr. Carlisle. <laughs> did kind of. I mean, a lot of people did. Yeah. And I'd play some other characters too. And I, you know, it was based on how he was in the show. But again, it wasn't like we were writing a character sheet being like, here's his weaknesses and strengths. But with tabletop, you do that, you know, so you can be like, oh, your character's strong in this and not in this. You know, so like, maybe you can do this. I don't know. You got to roll pretty good. See, I, I, <laughs> I view it as it's it's improv with dice. Yeah. So, um, Alan, have you ever have you ever tried uh, not not that we're saying hey you should I but have you ever uh, sat down and uh, done any tabletop role playing uh, before it became uh, cool thanks to uh, <laughs> cool Big Bang Theory. <laughs> cool, uh, cool, bro. Your definition of tabletop role playing? No. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 a that's a joke. That's a joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I had three thoughts go through my head at once, so it kind of my brain just stopped for a second. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it it's it's uh, I, I figured you know the fact that I liked those, I thought it went hand in hand uh, when I wanted to try my hand at acting and found out I was pretty okay with uh, you know acting. So and I and I kind of got the same uh, feelings of. Uh, whenever I got to immerse myself into one of those, whether it was on stage or around a table. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty much the same experience um, in a way. 
I, I knew nothing about the tabletop role-playing type of stuff, like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that, um, yeah. until I actually did closed captioning work for uh, this YouTube channel where that's all they do is they play board games or, or tabletop role-playing. Oh, really and they were cool. doing uh, D&D, and I did the closed captioning for that particular episode. So I learned a lot more. I, I knew nothing about it at, at all, actually. Uh, it was just like, like in the movie Airheads. It was a joke. Uh, you know, <laughs> I played D&D too. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's all I knew was it was something that people do in a basement. That that, but uh, <laughs> which isn't fully true. It's just the one. No, just uh, in, a, in every group, there's uh, usually one person that does game from a basement. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> there's three of us I, in I our about group. It. Yeah. And w- once I. Uh, was doing the closed captioning for it. I, I learned about it, and I was like, "Oh, that's okay. Well, that's that's pretty cool." Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 another form of uh, expression. Yeah, expression, a little bit of improv, and uh, you know, just the things that happen instead of uh, you going along with what your partner, who you're, or partners who you're doing improv with, because in improv they just say just say yes. Um, you, you roll dice and let that decide your face, uh, fate, yes or no. Decide your face. Yeah, decide your face. Well, sometimes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, I've I've learned uh, through the past few years that we've done the podcast that I, I have found oftentimes, depending on the topic or what we've worked on, when that episode drops, I get a re- I get a, a cathartic release. Because uh, some uh, sometimes I do, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's obvious to some of the listeners that, uh, or at least uh, in my own head, that sometimes I come off a little bit different uh, from episode to episode, which would be natural just because of how things have gone in somebody's life, good or bad. Um, you know, sometimes I'm a little more quiet. Sometimes I, I won't shut up. Yeah, sometimes you won't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You know... Where's that supportive fiance? No, honey, that's not uh, that's really, not how it is. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've uh, another time that I had a sort of a cathartic release was a few days ago when I completed that music video. Yeah. That we have not talked about yet. Oh yeah, we um, need to talk about that too. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to that later. But uh, when I completed that, just for the. the <clears throat> The listeners, this will be explained later on, but uh, for you guys, that was a cathartic experience, getting to complete that after years of wanting to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's it's kind of like, uh, for me anyway, the way I look at, the, and I'm, I'm sure it, heck, it might be exactly what it is, but it's sort of like a load off your shoulders. Yes. Like whatever it is, if you can get it off, get it off your plate, then that's a cathartic experience. Yes, uh, exactly. That's sort of, uh, I can see musicians getting like that too when they uh, release an album. You know, they spend all this time, these weeks or months inside a studio trying to get things right, to have to redo, um, you know, tracks, uh, or even uh, filmmakers, when they have to go back and do like reshoots and things like that. Once the film is done and they say release it, I, I think that's the perfect name for those is release because not only are you releasing that to the public, but you're also everything that's built up in you is released. Yeah. I mean, I've never been uh, a parent 
except for my my, my niece. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that's why you you hear artists uh, refer to their projects as their baby. Yeah. You know, they they nourish it. They 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 let it grow. They they watched it grow, and they put so much work and time into it, and now it's out there. They don't have to worry about it anymore. It's done. Uh, that's a that's cathartic. It's a load off your shoulders. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, you can have that watching uh, something on TV or or uh, a film or a TV show. And I, I mean, queer eye. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting through the story. You, you know, you you you. Uh, uh, my fiance said something. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Uh, we we have she had this great idea to where uh, I don't know if I talked about this in the last episode or not, but she had this great idea to where okay, here's what we're gonna do because we watch a lot of movies together. She's going to take this little mason jar. We're going to put a whole bunch of strips of paper, ah, yeah. different strips of paper with different movies on it. We're going to draw randomly. That's the next thing we're going to watch. Um, so The Fugitive was drawn. And I was like, well, if you're going to watch The Fugitive, you might as well watch U.S. Marshals. And <laughs> yeah. uh, she, had a really good, she had a really good point as she was watching U.S. Marshals. She goes, somebody in this is going to die. And I was like, what? She's like, somebody <laughs> who was in the first movie is going to die in this one. <laughs> and I've seen it. She has not. Uh, she hadn't seen either of those movies yet. Uh, so we watched The Fugitive, and she said that while we're watching U.S. Marshals. And she goes, what they do is is you get attached to these characters, you love them, and then they take them from you. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of franchises do that. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Um you, I think you get a lot of cathartic experience watching Star Wars. I mean, you've mentioned Star Wars a lot, but... Uh, well, watching Star Wars, playing Star Wars games, collecting Star Wars figures, building Star Wars Legos, <laughs> wearing Star Wars shirts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sitting right in, uh, sitting right in front of her, where or was, she had a Yoda sitting Oh, he's there. in my pocket. Oh, she keeps a Yoda in her pocket. No, I don't keep <laughs> No, she has one in her pocket now. If I don't carry him in my pocket. No, but, like, literally, <laughs> like, I have a Yoda, a 3PO, a Kit Visto. I got a Ray figure. I got a child Anakin. I mean, I got I got some really cool. I've started collecting um, the, la- the Black Series figures. They're, like, about s- the six-inch figures. Pretty pretty detailed, um, and they're like pretty pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, and, and also she's the s- got some of them in here uh, in yeah. the podcast room right now. Well, I think I technically now have six, but three of them are in boxes, um, and then the other three are just like loose ones that I bought, um, you know, from this comic shop or this toy shop. I got the three PO and the Ray. No, actually, I think the BB-8, because I saw the Ray and the BB-8 at a, another store, and, like, in a like in the box, and I bought her and BB-8 together, so they're the Black Series, or, yeah. And then I got um, an Ahsoka, my favorite, and then I just bought a Clone Trooper. I'm pretty sure he's one of them, because yeah. he's pretty detailed, and he's the same size. He's got his blaster and everything. And you have a, uh, you have a, uh, a Grogu. The little, the, the I got a couple little ones. Yeah, well, I'm talking about the. Oh doll. yeah, the really. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, but he's not the. No, that's like the, like baby size. Like you carry him, but I also have. A, I think he's the black series, but I have a 
teeny tiny little Grogu. And he has a teeny tiny little bull and a teeny tiny little frog. And then it, the the gear shift knob um, from the Mando's ship. I got it. It's so freaking tiny, dude. <laughs> You'd lose it in two seconds. I keep it in the box, but it's so freaking tiny. He's so freaking cute. Uh, but it's just like I love, you know, Marvel and like I love Lord of the Rings. I love a lot of things. And, you know, I'm not ever going to be like, no, I don't want to watch, like, Harry Potter. No. Like, but just lately, I've just been like. It's been a lot of Star Wars. I mean, we went and saw Batman last night. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I was happy to do that. I mean, I still love DC and everything. I'm, like, not going to be like, I only want to watch Star Wars. But, and that's just kind of been, I like, I got this, um, I got a couple Star Wars games. And one of them is just, like, you know, little battles that you collect the characters and. You can upgrade them and all this. It's sort of based on, I forget the name of the game in the movies, but you see some of the characters playing. Um, it's sort of it's sort of like chess, but it's a holographic, you know, aliens. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like sort of like that because they're holograms. You're not actually playing. You're not actually playing as like Luke Skywalker. You collect him, and you can collect different versions of him. But I'll play that a lot before bed, and I like fell asleep playing it the other day. Not because it's boring, but because it relaxed me so much. <laughs> I was just like Star Wars. Yes, yes, Chewbacca, get him. <laughs> uh, must finish this battle. Fell asleep. <laughs> uh, I, I tell you, uh, we were talking about uh, movie. You know, we were just mentioning Star Wars and those films. Uh, they can be pretty cathartic watching them. Uh, um, there's been one, uh, really one time where I can recall that I had a pure cathartic a cathartic experience watching a film. Uh, that was the day of my father's funeral. And uh, we had just gotten back. And, of course, every, everybody, you know, it was a great ceremony. You know, I'll be honest, there are parts of it that I can't remember. Uh, it's probably mental health uh, trying to block it out. <laughs> but. What I do remember is getting back to the house, sitting down. Uh, I'm on the couch. Um, my uh, my late older brother um, decided he was going to put on a movie. And we started watching a movie called Black Dynamite. <laughs> now, I don't know if anybody has uh, seen or heard of Black Dynamite. Have you, Alan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah, it's a... It's a it's sort of a, a comedic take on the black exploitation films of the late sixties uh, through the late seventies. Um, stars uh, Michael actually, Jai White. For Netflix subscribers, uh, they would be familiar with it because Eddie Murphy played um, in a movie about Black Dynamite. That's right. On Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Meta. <laughs> well, uh, actually, uh, it's a it's a different. This one's a different Black Dynamite, isn't it? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't remember. It's been a while since I watched that one too. <laughs> but uh, it was great. It stars Michael Jai White, and he's playing this character called Black Dynamite, and uh, he's sort of like a uh, super super oh cop, God. super police. Your your computer says do this task now. Uh, well, I don't want to computer. Um, <laughs> so we're sitting there, and it's just. One of the craziest uh, action comedies, and by action comedy means it's uh, sort of like a cop, you know, action film, but it's a comedy. It's a complete pure farce. It's a black exploitation, uh, making fun of it. 
Oh, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. You were I thinking know exactly of, what you're talking about. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of Dolomite. You're thinking Dolomite's my name. That's it. <laughs> Dolomite. Yeah, my bad. That's all right. Well, so we were sitting there, and there was one scene that, if you if you all haven't seen it, spoilers, where Black Dynamite is getting into an altercation with uh, another actor, and... I I can't I can't remember if it was him or not, but one of the one of the two actors accidentally really slapped their partner on screen, and the guy jumped up and called "you mother," and then it cuts and it goes right back to the scene, and they switch that actor out with a different one. <laughs> we all lost it. We were literally crying. Uh, I mean, sobbing from laughing so. Stinking hard <laughs> at that, and uh, they they couldn't give the guy time to recover. They were like, "Gotta no, go." They replaced him because the guy got mad for getting slapped. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. uh, bro! Put an ice bag on it. <laughs> Jeez. So it was. Oh man, it was just that. After we watched that, our spirits uh, through Black Dynamite through an insane <laughs> movie, it lifted our spirits. It really did. We felt so much better. Um, but it, it was great. Uh, listening to music can have that same effect. Playing music can. You uh, you were talking. We were just talking about musicians. Um, there's a video on YouTube. Um, if you go out and check it out right now, it is Corey Taylor from a Slipknot, and uh, well, just you know, he 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 does so many things. <laughs> I was trying to put them all in order, but I, do what? I said Stone Sour, baby. Yes, yeah, Stone Sour. His uh, his just his pure solo stuff. Um, no CMFT. Love for Jeffrey. No he uh, he's no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> one of his bandmates had passed away from Slipknot, and he's uh, there's a uh, a YouTube video showing him playing an acoustic set uh, in front of this in front of this uh, this little room, and he's playing uh, an acoustic version of a, a Slipknot song called Snuff. The man breaks down in the middle of the song. Because it's just... I think I, I don't, like, know their music or, or know yeah. anything you just talked about. But I think well, I remember that. Yeah. You've definitely heard them. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, uh, this is the thing. I've probably heard heard so many people you talk looking about. Looking at just, you through the glass. Don't know how much time has passed. Yep. Probably sometime in my life. I just... Yeah. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be yeah. like that, Slipknot. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we... Just to, you know, see him go through that, I th- I think, and I, I'm sure he went around and sang that over and over and over. It just, that moment just caught him. And I'm sure that really just, as, as soon as it was done, he actually felt better um, than what he was. Uh, a lot of people will also do uh, not necessarily physical activities, but actual tactile activities uh do you have some that you do cat i've been painting mugs lately painting yeah but being creative and i still you know crochet i go kind of back and forth but i mean i like doing stuff with my hands i've always made things like yeah. you know I'll f- i would freaking be like at a restaurant you know it's after dinner and i have a piece of gum and then i, I would like fold the <laughs> not this not Origami necessarily, but I would like fold the 
gum wrapper into like look like a dress or something just because that's probably like part ADHD and part like, you know, yeah, like tactile. I do like as much as I like, um, you know, like reading on the Kindle and stuff, you know, sometimes nothing beats holding the book right, to fiddle with the pages. <laughs> I, I used to uh, I used to paint to try to get a cathartic um, feeling. Now, the, my, my, uh, I shifted my perspective on that when I met you because uh, the last time I painted anything is when I painted you that painting that night that uh, we decided we were going to be exclusive. <laughs> oh, you no. painted her like one of your French trips. No. No, no. Uh, <laughs> no, you mean when I arranged with our mutual friend for you to ask me to be your real friend? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was also the same. I, I, I used to paint just to get a, uh, once I was done, it was cathartic. I put all my emotions on a piece of canvas. Whereas when I met you, my perspective changed. I painted because I was wanting to accomplish something different. It's going to make a, I'm not going to make a joke. Okay. And so I honestly, I have not painted anything ever since. And that was how many years ago? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> It was over a decade. Well, no, it's not over. Yeah, yeah, because... Uh, no, but, like, no, it hasn't, like, well, okay, barely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Time's an illusion. Yeah. What about you, Alan? You got anything uh, tactile, hands-on that... Uh, oh, it was... Um, oh. It was the dagger, wasn't it? This was like the height of like my once upon a time obsession, which I've started. Yeah, so I painted her a once upon a time painting. Well, it was it was the it was the dagger, yeah, and like a rose and rose and the spinning wheel. Yeah, with like a purple backgrounds. Yeah, for their magic. I've been rewatching that show because, ow, God, I just punched the mic stand so hard. Who were you thinking about that made you mad enough to punch a mic stand? Well, I'm I'm just fiddling with my hair and that hurt so bad. Oh. <laughs> ow. I wasn't trying to do a bit. I, that actually hurts. Um, what was I saying? Oh, while I paint, like, I can't watch, I can't put on something new and then do, like, like crafting or something. I, like, I have to put on something I've already seen. So I've been watching, <coughs> excuse me, but, you know, that's another reason I've been watching Star Wars a lot because I've seen almost everything. But I'll happily watch it again, and that's why I started watching Once Upon a Time again. But yeah, I remember that painting. Uh, what about you, uh, Alan? Uh, anything tactile, hands-on that you do for uh, to try to have a cathartic experience? My knuckles red now. Uh, not <laughs> really. Uh, I mean, unless it involves like a computer, some type of a simulation type thing. Uh, I, I have attempted to draw in the past, and I can't even do a stick man properly. <laughs> um, but uh, my fiance can though. She's really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Regardless of what she says, she is she's really good, and I'm not just saying that she's good. Um, I can't wait to see some paintings too because I, I bought her a paint set for Aww. her birthday. Oh, that's um, another reason I want to meet her, sir. Yeah, she's awesome, but but uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to stand next to her when she uh, cuts the ribbon to her to her own art studio someday. Oh, that's that, gonna be that would be awesome. awesome. Well, there'd be Sean but no, I can't. Drink. I I cannot even do a stick man so. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, one of the things that I do that do what? I said I'm not that talented. <laughs> Your talents lie elsewhere, right? 
He's got he's got plenty of other talents. Yeah, somebody leaves some talents for the rest my, of us. Most most of my talent shines through via somebody else's work. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the things that I do uh, hands on the the big hands on thing that I do is I do uh, you know I train in uh, Kempo karate. I I love it because it's physical, and if I'm hitting the kick pad or I'm kicking the the punching bag or the wave master, um, which is a it's a freestanding uh, has nothing punching to do bag. with the pool. <laughs> yeah, it's a freestanding punching bag that, that the bottom is usually filled with sand or, uh, or a combination of sand and water uh, to make the base heavy, so you can knock that thing around as hard as you can and pat it up top. So it yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so and, it doesn't fall over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I have one at the house, but it's been winter, and I don't have a really good place at the house to be able to do that. But we have it. Yes, but we have <laughs> it, and I have used it many times before it went to winter. Uh, well, the the karate is also a lot of mental. It is because there's a lot of like meditation. Like last time, well, kind of because your shoulder is messed up a little bit, but you also you said you guys like sat down and like discussed things over over some. Tea. Oh, I love I love. Uh, Discussing philosophy over uh, uh, martial arts philosophy over tea, tea. I love it. Um, but yeah, when every time I get to roll around, uh, you know, even when I'm doing a kata, you know, just getting into that mindset of taking everything uh, from that week and just kind of putting it into my gaze and my thoughts and working it out through that because the whole thing with a kata it's based off of actual physical you know movements uh, self-defense movements so the one i'm doing now is for multiple opponents that's called naihachi shodan and it's for uh, if you have people coming at you on both sides as well as the front uh, as well as the front uh and it's all about how to you know take them down uh combat them and try to get away that's what the whole thing it's called bunkai it's a practical application of what you're doing bunkai yeah, bunkai bunkai uh, that's so fun to say i i love i love practicing that and even if by running through everything like that mentally i feel that release because then i can picture the person the place or the thing that has frustrated me or has just has really bothered me all week. And since I started getting into the training, I feel so much better, especially when I leave uh, the dojo. So. Picture of the dum-dums. Yeah, picturing of the dum-dums. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess uh, we've, we've pretty much talked about everything we can about yeah. this, haven't we? Well, music's one of mine. I'd like oh, music. Yeah, we were well, touched on music, so let's talk about wanna, music for a well, second. I have many a dance performance in the bathroom. <laughs> hey, there's no, nothing wrong with that. No, you will never see them. I mean, I, I, I've... I'm a real superstar. <laughs> 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 no, but I would, like, legit, before I'm, like, ancient, like to actually take proper dance classes. But, you know, that's... Time. You're never too old because I tell you that what... Time I and money I don't got look, right now. Look, I started uh, in my late 30s, Kempo Karate. You're never too old. Yeah. Well, it's more about the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, okay. So, I think we've uh, I think we've talked about this as much as we really can. Unless, Alan, you have anything else with... Uh, and we got some links that we'll put in the show notes. Yes. About mental health and, and stuff. 
uh, about uh, catharsis. Is that a word? Catharsis, yeah. Catharsis? No, no. I think we pretty much uh, said everything about that I can think of, anyway. All right. Well, um, I think we'll uh, share your stories with us. Yeah. Before we go into the closing, uh, I'm going to say that look, if you are coping with anything difficult uh, emotionally, um, I know we've talked about a bunch of things that we do, but it also never hurts to talk to a mental health professional. They can help you explore, you know, different things that maybe you know doing these activities may not be able to do for you, especially if you know you you're in a more urgent need in need of something more urgent. Um, and it can also uh, give you techniques to lead you to catharsis. So uh, we'll have some links uh, in the show notes. So if you want to click on those and if you want to tell us some of your personal stories, feel free to send them to us. We'll talk. Uh, if you don't want to talk about them on here, uh, just be, let us know. You can uh, be anonymous. You can be anonymous. Uh, we can read and we can talk about it or we can just respond to you an email. That's your choice. So anyway, that brings us to the end of this episode. Does anybody feel cathartic after talking? I'm sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and when this episode drops, we'll be releasing that music video too. Yes. Yes, we um, are. Uh, real quick, real quick about that. I was in a, my very first, my very first lead role in a film. Uh, I got cast in 2014, I think. And, God, we didn't have the premiere until ooh, 2018, 2019, something like Something, that. yeah. It was a very, very long process. But long story short, I wrote a song for the movie. I was able to get some local talent in uh, to uh, help record it. And then the lead singer took some liberties with the lyrics in studio, which I was 100% for, <laughs> made it his own. Um, the movie was United We Fall. It is available for free on YouTube. It's about two and a half hours. Um, so, uh, well, when the when the music video is posted, I'll post the link with that to the movie as well. Um, a local talent from South Central Kentucky, man. Uh, some really great talent. We got Matt Devore on drums, who runs uh, Bowling Green uh, Rock Band Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk about uh, bringing the voices of South Central Kentucky to you, Chris yeah. Klein. Yes, my. Goodness, for, for local people who, who are big rock fans, you know who that man is. Yep. Um, no, no introduction needed. My brother Aaron is on bass. Mr. Kevin Gross, again, no introduction needed if you know him locally. We'll, we'll get, well, I'm sure we'll have an episode where we get one or two of these guys on eventually. Come um, on in. Hopefully. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, um, uh, Kevin is the lead guitarist, and then Mr. Uh, Vito Tisdale, Vito Banga, Big V from uh, Nappy Roots fame. Uh, he he does, uh, I believe, eight bars on the song, uh, which was awesome. Uh, that was all Kevin Gross's doings, and I'm very fortunate that uh, so much talent came together for my little song. And I was in studio recording with my phone, and finally, after life got in the way enough times, I was able to put together a little music video. So uh, we'll be sharing that on the Facebook page. Yes. Yes, absolutely, and uh, I'll also make sure it's shared on Twitter and Instagram. So, Instagram. Yes, we're really excited about it. Uh, I mean, and 
truthfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he sent me uh, the video prior to completion and when it was completed, I, my, my jaw dropped when I realized who was actually playing in the band. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I forgot to watch it. <laughs> I'll do that tonight. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, yeah. When this, when this episode drops, we'll drop the video on the same day. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with that. Actually, I, I sent it to Chris. Oh yeah. And he sent a text message that I did not expect. He said this was his favorite, uh, or how did he word it? Hang on. I don't want to put words in the man's mouth. <laughs> so bring up the text message. He said, Killer video. That's the first one with me in it I've ever felt like was done well, which, of course, made my head go boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of it. I'm proud of the movie. The, um, I wish it had gotten uh, distribution because all these years later, I'm finally able to sit back and watch it and go, you know what? We did a damn good job. Man, um, I, t- I tell you what, I'm very happy that I was able to get a DVD of it, and uh, I, I'm uh, of the first one. Uh, obviously, I have not seen the sequel yet. I'm excited about seeing the sequel. Yeah, not that's still up in the air. I know that there is a movie happening. Yeah. Um, James Packett, my co-star, actually, uh, this is a exclusive right here. Oh, hey. Um, there is a movie in the works uh, that will be a standalone type of sequel um so yeah stay tuned for that very cool oh and that one, that one will get distribution by the way <laughs> hey right on hey man either way yep. the experience is amazing i thought i thought united we fall was really good so if y'all have not seen it it was a labor labor of love for everybody involved john higgins um Teresa Burbitt, and uh travis huber wrote it um, very proud of it. So what you're going to see is uh, footage from in studio making the song mixed with footage from the actual movie. Nice. Really cool. Yes. All right. Well, uh, with that, um, I'm just going to quickly go through here. Uh, look, if you uh, like, we talked about get get a hold of us. Uh, DeadpanStudio18 at gmail.com, uh, DeadpanStudio.podbean.com. Uh, get a hold of us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just look for the black and white logo. You can't miss us. Uh, same thing on our streaming services. Look for that logo. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify. DeadpanStudio.podbean.com. We are. I mean, I keep mentioning these, but that's because that's where most of our traffic is. But go to all of them. We're there. Every time I find a new one. I submit, and we're there. Um, also, please, please, please check out our new merch store. I'm only saying that because I'm proud of it. It's something new for us, and I'm excited. If you just check it out, don't buy anything, great. Tell your friends. Maybe they might. I'm just excited. It, even traffic on the website helps. Yes. You know? Podcast.qbstores.com. That stands for Queensboro. Podcast. QBStores.com. I'll have the link for all of this stuff in the show notes, uh, especially from where we got our information about catharsis, um, cathartic experiences, as well as some mental health uh, links if anybody needs that. And also, if Alan will provide uh, a link to United We Fall, check it out. It's a great movie. Ooh. And with that, 
That is it for us here at Deadpan Studio Podcasts. This week, I've been your host. I'm Matt. I'm Kat. Alan. Yay. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. See you guys. Join us next time for Bringing the Voices of Southern Kentucky to You. This is Deadpan Studio Podcasts. Thanks for listening.